Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, get on the grid, uh, sports grid. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage uh, has uh, begun. I'm Morenzi. We're throwing it down here at the Sports Grid Studios. FanDuel uh, Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. A lot of stuff to get to. Uh, we look forward to breaking it down. Uh, we always look forward to Thursdays when uh, Whale Capper uh, steps up and in and uh, joins us. And I look forward to Whale Capper's NFL Elite Eight uh, picks. His NBA picks are always fire uh, as well. And uh, speaking of fire, uh, I better keep my voice uh, down uh, today uh, because uh, Judge uh, Joe, Coach Judge Joe Psycho, as I've uh, tabbed him, uh, Judge Joe Psycho just held his press conference not too far away, and I don't want to upset that guy because uh, he ain't playing around. Um, he makes Bill Belichick seem like Mr. Rogers. Like, I've never seen a press conference like that in my life uh, before. It was one of the most intense and entertaining things that I've ever seen. He's a combination between, like, Bobby Knight, Vince Lombardi, Bill Parcells, Nick Saban, and Genghis Khan. It's like a, a cross. And as I tweeted uh, earlier in the day, uh, Cam, as I was watching this, I believe that uh, Judge uh, Judge Joe, uh, Joe Judge, I believe he's got, like, a teenage daughter. And whoever, like, her boyfriend is, is, like, the toughest <laughs> kid in America. That's, like, the right. toughest kid in America. Yeah, like, can you imagine? You like, I don't care, dude. I don't care what she looked like. It would be like, nah, bro. Like, you know who her father no, is? No, like, no. you insane? No, like, I'm, I'm a grown man. Not really. I'm an adult uh, body, but you know what I'm saying. Cam, yeah, like, as old as I, I am right now, I would be like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to that that, that freaking dinner for Christmas. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to that house. Right. Like, no, you're right. Like yeah, the, man, I, all want I wouldn't sex. want to deal with this guy I, I, at any time. I, that's the thing. Teenagers are horny. You want to have sex in cop a feel, but you got to think about the consequences with Judge Joe. He seems like a guy that, what do you say? Well, I'll punch you in the face for 60 minutes. I don't want to be that teenager punching in the face for any type of minutes. You're right, man. This guy, I'll tell you, well, the whole world's laughing at the hire. So this guy's obviously got a lot of anger. He's, he's spewing venom and he wants to prove every, everybody wrong with the New York Giants. Kind of a crazy day in sports, too, Gabe, with Beeline. He had to apologize, basically, to keep his job. Thugs, he meant to say slugs, and uh, beers on the court in the San Antonio-Boston game. A lot of anger out there. It's that time of the year, anger season. It is. It is that time of the year. Last night was fight night in the NBA. T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler uh, got into it. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge smoked Kemba Walker. Boston sports fans. We're Boston sports fans. Everything's all right in the world. <laughs> yes. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage uh, Radio continues. I'm Gabriel Morenci throwing it down here in the aftermath of uh, jo- Joe Judge's press conference. I feel like uh, Joe Judge right now. I understand why he's such a psychopath, uh, but I don't know if it uh, works, actually. It seems, uh, from my experience, uh, being a psychopath uh, with millennials, they just tune you out, Cam. <laughs> that's what, Excellent that's my point. feeling. That's hey, my hey, feeling guys, uh, with. Uh, what what, what yeah. the hell's going on? Yeah, it's just sitting there. Oh, oh, here's Morenci. He's going wild again. Trust me, buddy. I I'm like it, Ray it was, Jr. Uh, like I, you you know me. I get angry too. And uh, when I yell at people too, like uh, you know, I had it out with the mailman about like stuff. I go, buddy, I get checks in the mail. It's really important. Like that, you know, don't don't send them to my neighbor. He sent me to my check to my neighbor's house. My neighbor keeps on getting my mail. And it's very frustrating, Marenzi. So, you know what? Sometimes I got rage, too. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. You know the drill. Why doesn't he send your bills to your neighbor and your checks to you and his checks to you? Excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, my, my neighbor's a nice guy. He used to watch us on the score. So, he doesn't mind knocking on the door and hand me the, hey, Cam, I seem to have had a check here. Oh, thank, thank you, sir. That's great. Yeah, maybe it would be nice if uh, the, the mailman got it done right instead of taking his six-day weekend. Guy comes out and is ah, yeah, yeah, I'll just take a couple extra days off here. It's straight, it's straight up illegal. But hey, you you tell him. Vince basically told me when I had beers with those people who are mail carriers, and we've told this story before. He goes, I basically have to kill somebody to be fired. So this guy, it's like job for life. So good, good for him. All right, so we've got uh, Whale Capper uh, ready to step oh, up, nice, and then I just nice. see uh, right now. Matt Rule and why he thinks football is the greatest game on the planet. Well, because he just was given $62 million. That's why he thinks it's the greatest game uh, on the planet. It's not rocket science, this stuff. Whale Capper joins us. What's up, Whale Capper? Oh, nothing bad, nothing bad, guys. I hope you guys are having a great start to the NFL playoffs so far. I feel like we hit some uh, winners last week after our conversations. We were on the right side of a lot of those games, so. Uh, hopefully you guys are doing well, and I'm I'm dying laughing at uh, these clips from these coaches, man. Like these franchises are all screwed. I I, I don't I just don't see uh, how many of these hires are going to work out. This is all this is and and the Joe Judge stuff. My God, and the Dave Gettleman clip after was even more insane. Like I I, don't, I just don't know uh, how the Giants expect to uh, get out of the mud with these guys running the ship. Well, you know, Joe Judge vows for an old-school physical mentality, as they all do. And he started dropping, we're going to practice in pads. We're going to monitor what they eat. <laughs> we're going to monitor what they, you know, how much they sleep. There's going to be no more effing around. Like, he's going off. And I'm thinking, dude, you've never even, like, you've been a coordinator before. Like, these guys are going to look at you like, who the <laughs> hell do you think you are talking to us to like this? Secondly, I don't know, Cam, like, uh, Saquon Barkley... Guys in pretty good shape, bro. <laughs> like he's talking about their I diets agree. and stuff. It's like yes, yeah, Daniel Jones point. didn't fumble because great of his point. diet, whale capper. Great you know what I'm saying? Point. 
No, dude, on, his speech was college 101. <laughs> he should be taking over Absolutely. Rutgers, like a college program. Or you know, we're going to work hard. We're going to tackle. Yeah, yeah we're going to watch what they eat. He even said, we're going to turn them into men, whatever they do after their life in football. He actually said that. Yeah. It's like, bro, you're 38. Grown into men. They're richer than you. Like, what do you mean grown into men? They're already men. Oh, we're going to get monitor what they eat and their diet. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Daniel Jones fumbled. Too much 7-Eleven hot dogs. Like, come on, man. A, Saquon Barkley's in, like, one of the point. best shape in America. Like, have you ever seen this guy? <laughs> you ever yeah, seen Jabril yeah. Peppers? Oh, he's in horrible shape. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, they're in bad shape. Like, dear God. Like, oh, you yeah. know, the old, we're going to practice in pads. Yeah, I'm sure the Players Association love hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Ron Rivera changing the culture. He's taking away the ping pong table. You know, these guys are doing it. They're they're gonna, oh, yeah. they're gonna you know hammer hammer That's these a big guys mistake. into form, man. Unbelievable. Big I, yeah, I I don't, don't I don't I don't get along. With, I don't get any of this. I don't get any of this. Ping pong galvanizing. I tell you, me you yes, and Will Capper were on a team game. We played ping pong. It actually it creates like you know relationships and stuff like that. These guys are so out of touch. It's unbelievable to me. All right, okay, we'll we'll take it, it away. Like that's gonna matter. Come on, Stooge. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I yeah. think this is, this is, that I think this guy has more cred in somehow than Matt Patricia, who just really just comes across like you know. At least you know this guy seems to believe this this crap that he's 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 trying to sell here to everyone. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like Vince point. Lombardi in 2020. Yeah, like you know he believes it. You know, I'm not I'm not going to discount it, but it's all good in a press conference. But when you get into reality, it's it's two different things. And look at Matt Patricia, guys. Matt Patricia said the same thing when he went to Detroit. This team, we're going to improve its toughness and the culture in this room. And we're going to practice hard. Uh, he started going off. And I remember in his first year, it was like a big snowstorm in Detroit. And he had them practice outside, even though they play in the dome. And it was a home game. And there he was in his shorts, whale capper, too, right? Just to prove how tough he was. And there was a damn near mutiny. Guys on the Lions got, like, sick and stuff. <laughs> they got blown I out of the game. I remember this. Yes. And yes. it was like, yeah, good job, coach. Yeah, he really showed Matt Stafford how to <laughs> suck it up, maybe making him stand outside in the cold for three hours. Right? Like, yeah, right. right. Uh, they're going to toughen him up. These guys got so the blue now. Good he took job, that whale capper. Yeah. <laughs> and Cam, he took that soft team under Jim Caldwell that went eleven and five, seven and nine, nine and seven, and nine and seven, and toughened them up into a big three and thirteen. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't. No. It's not a Disney movie. This isn't like no. the forties and fifties where old Newt Rockney is comes in and all right, guys, you know, coach is going to get us, and we stay out late tonight. It's like good luck with that, coach. Because basically what will happen is, like, half the team will just, like, basically not care right away. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, this isn't for me. And and so, and then Joe Judge is going to do his thing about, they're not my type of guys. You need, give him a couple of years to build the program. And he'll never like anybody because no one will ever be as psycho as him. And <laughs> it'll just be like a perpetual spin. And, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. It's like Adam yeah. Gase, too. This is Adam Gase's fault, that problem. Adam Gase can coach, all right? Look, he wins, like, with crap and stuff. He's got good play calls. He's got good schemes. Seems to be good with quarterbacks. Look, with Darnold, 6-2 and two, uh, as a starter, last eight games, etc. But he'll never win 
because he always alienates the best players on the team and wants them gone. So in Miami, instead of just saying, all right, I got to deal with Jarvis Landry a bit and whatever. It might suck for five minutes a week in my office with the guy, but I'll put up with it. You know what I mean? He's a good wide receiver. I got to deal with it. J.H.I., yeah, J.H.I., selfish. He doesn't block. He only wants to score touchdowns, but you know what? He's pretty freaking good, so whatever. I'll deal with it. He wants them gone. No, 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 no. You're gone. Delar- I'll trade you to Cleveland, too, Jarvis. And he, then he does. And then Le'Veon Bell. No, no, he's not. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's constant. So he alienates every star player all the time. So they're always going to be in a state of rebuild because he's always going to alienate their best players, and they're always going to be starting over again. So, anyways, let's get to the games that we got going on. But let me just ask you, Whale Capper. Yeah. You don't like the Mount Rule hire either? I'm on the fence. I mean, the the organization overall has so far to go. I mean, they really, really fell apart down the stretch. And, you know, they couldn't stop the run. That was a disaster. Uh, and, you know, if you're if you have that many um if if your if your defense has that many holes and your quarterback is as big a question mark as the Carolina quarterback situation is, I, you know, then it's just it's going to be a really tough process. And I don't know if Tepper's the kind of guy that has the. I mean, I know he signed him to a super long deal, um, but this guy doesn't have any NFL coaching experience. He's only ever done it at the college level. He never really wowed even at the college level, as far as I can tell you. I mean, great, he did great with Temple and Baylor, like. So he can take the Panthers and make them consistently a middle of the pack team. Like I, I don't understand exactly what it is that he's bringing to the table that's really going to differentiate, you know, that, you know, that team and that squad overall, uh, in a way that you know they're going to all of a sudden be contenders. And you know, I, I, it, there's way, there's just way too many uh, pieces that need to be that need to too many coin flips need to go his way them to have success in the near term which i think puts him in a tight spot because you know three five years down the road uh, you know it's it, it may not look great all right we'll take a quick break and we'll get in to the national football league's elite eight nfl best bets uh we're about uh 48 hours away actually uh, we are what day is it uh, yeah it's thursday, thursday. We're less than 48 hours away from the start of the playoffs again let's go NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. legend go for the green with dailyroto.com this fantasy golf season for a limited time get free access to daily roto's pga dfs product including fantasy projections powered by data golf pga betting tools and of course the dailyroto.com fantasy golf optimizer don't lay up don't be a turkey go for the green with daily roto head to dailyroto.com and enter the promo code green to access your free seven-day golf membership that's dailyroto.com promo code green for that free trial dailyroto.com where millionaires are made now back to gabe Morenci. And our guest, Whale Capper. All right, I promise we're going to get right into the best bets uh, of the weekend uh, right now. But I see some breaking news uh, here, and I can't help but think of you and how this uh, this would not end uh, well, uh, Cam. 
athletes at the Tokyo Olympics will be sleeping on cardboard bed frames. <laughs> that doesn't sound very comfortable. That sucks. <laughs> doesn't, sound, doesn't sound very safe. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> As I always said, these guys are worse than the NCAA. Huh? They can't even give oh, them real yeah, beds. Yeah. Here's a cardboard yeah. box. Welcome to the Olympics. Your event's at 6 a.m., jackass. <laughs> I know. Crazy. You should be commended for making the Olympics, yet, like, they're giving you bottom of the barrel? Like, that's, that's insane, Gabe. That's just stupid. No, no, I can't no. afford that. Uh, that's dumb. I'm just... Uh, uh, fairground. I'm just being a jerk. I actually have faith oh. in the Japanese. Takashi <laughs> Kitajima uh, says they are stronger than wooden beds. Oh, okay. uh, The Japanese have never steered us wrong before, Cam. <laughs> uh, uh, the single bed frame cardboard option was introduced to be more environmental friendly. The organizing committee was thinking about recyclable items, and the bed uh, was one of the ideas. All 18,000 bed frames will be turned into paper products after the games, the AP reported. All right. Um, see? People are on uh, People are on up to date with everything right now. Yeah. All right. We got Whale Capper uh, kicking it uh, with us. And uh, Whale Capper asked, hope you guys are having a great start to the year. No, we're not Whale Capper. Like, I've lost five straight hockey bets. I lost three straight oh, hockey no. games the other night. <laughs> Last night I lost two props in a row. There's a million goals. Oh. Somehow, like, the leading scorers can't get a damn assist. I get nothing. Oh. The football picks were real good, but it's cold out. It's dark. Everybody's in a it bad is. mood on the East Coast. You saw in the NBA last night, Will Capper. So you guys oh, yeah. out there in La La Land, you live in a little LeBron bubble. <laughs> this is the real world here, Will Capper. See, in the real world, yeah, DJ yeah, Warren yeah. and Jimmy Butler want to go at it. In the real world on the East Coast, LaMarcus Aldridge is knocking Kemba Walker down. <laughs> In the real world, there's rage. <laughs> You're yeah, like, oh, things are going point. great. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Yeah, me and Cam are going surfing right after the show, buddy. Me and Cam are going <laughs> surfing. <laughs> that sounds great. Where are you going? <laughs> I was just on the Jersey Turnpike. Look at you. Look at the blue oh, sky, cool. Cam. That's cool. I was just That's on cool. the Jersey that Turnpike with an Uber driver who was getting mad video. because I was getting mad because he was going the wrong way. <laughs> Unbelievable. Will Capper looks like he's in a video. Like his hair's flowing in the wind. <laughs> trees in the background. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Guys, it's not. It's it's chill. There's a chill in the air. I had I had my yeah, I had my sleeves chill. rolled up, and I was like, I better get a warm coffee I could tell. and like roll my sleeves down. There's a chill in the air, you know. The, the it's not quite up, as bright as it like normally is when you join us. I agree. Yeah. It is a little. Say, yeah, that's true. That's true. Think, that's yeah. a good point. I'll tell you. They'll, hey, uh, speaking yeah. of though. It's going to be warmer in, uh, at, at night in Baltimore than it is going to be in San Francisco oh, yeah. this week. What do you, I don't know what yeah. to make I like of that. the over. Yeah. Well, Ooh, let's get nice. into it then. So last week, last week I was on the Minnesota Vikings. And you know, I brought this up this morning. But, guys, if you look at last week, all the narratives, or I shouldn't say the narratives, but all the, um, all the sort of public and, you know, so-called sharp, oh, there's no way Buffalo doesn't win this game. Well, they they lost uh, they lost the game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is zero six in his career at Foxborough. Saturday night, bad weather, not going to end well for Tannehill. Well, he won the game outright. Well, Sunday morning, Kirk Cousins sucks. Never wins big games. Can't beat a team with a winning record. Uh, you know, they're never going to be able to stop Michael Thomas. Well, they win the game outright. <laughs> now, Seattle and Philly was a little bit yeah. more predictable, but. I'm almost like want to hang my hat on this this week because this week it's funny. 
all the mainstream jackals out there, and that's what you are. You're jackals. Uh, all you jackals <laughs> out there. <laughs> you all last week were saying how Kirk Cousins sucks. Now, this week, yep. all I hear is about how Jimmy Garoppolo's going to choke. He's never played in a playoff game. San Francisco really aren't that good. They weren't that good down the stretch. Uh, they don't have anybody. Um, blah, 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 all this other stuff. I'll just throw it out here right now. We'll throw it to you, Will Capper. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, that was their first road game since 2005 last week. It took overtime. Mm. They blew a double-digit lead. They needed a push-off and a non-call because the NFL hates Sean Payton and whatever. They've got the Saints number cam in some weird way that they just screw the Saints all the time at the end of these games. Their record on the road in January is 2-12. All right? The Vikings have – when's the last time the Vikings got to a conference championship game? They're chokers at heart. And, you know, I'll throw out all this trend crap. Uh, Let's just look at it from an X and O standpoint. I like Kirk Cousins. I'm not a Kirk Cousins hater. But a lot of his work is dink and dunk stuff. They like to do the screen to Dalvin Cook. It won't work against the Niners' D-line. The Niners' coaches are great. They're going to out-scheme Zimmer as much as I like Zimmer. Zimmer got his ass handed to him uh, by uh, Peterson and Reich in the NFC Conference Championship game a couple of years ago. Didn't end well. Never ends well on the road in these playoff games. It's funny. You just brought it up. It's going to be colder. The colder, the better for San Francisco because Minnesota are a bunch of wusses that live in a cold-weather city that can't play outdoors for some reason. (laughs) San Francisco's going to win, and they're going to cover the spread, Whale Capper. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, we ride together on this one. Uh, and I was with you on uh, Vikes last week. Uh, I felt like pretty obviously the differentiating factor last week was, um, you know, people looked at that matchup and they were like, oh, the Saints are going to score a million points. You know, they're going to pick their number. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, the Vikings defense has holes. You can beat them, but not the way that Drew Brees is currently throwing the ball. He just doesn't have enough juice left to really make them hurt downfield. And that was, like, obvious as can be. Like, the only, like, impressive downfield pass came from Taysom Hill. Like Drew Brees kind of, I felt like Drew Brees saw Taysom Hill complete that 50 yard bomb and was like, I got, I got it too. I, I got this in me too. And he goes and he tries to, you know, he forces a pass and doesn't have the juice on it. It gets picked off. That was a huge momentum swing right there for the, for the saints. Give the Vikings a chance to take a lead into halftime. And you know, the oh, next by thing the you way, know, whale they're playing from behind. Let me just throw yeah. out there. Let me just quickly, a quick, I'll get in there. Sort of jump it out. Just going to quickly say, I didn't realize this till last night when I was doing some research. Jimmy Garoppolo is the number one quarterback in the NFL of uh, uh, passes of 20 yards or more. I'll let you continue. <laughs> Perfect segue, which is where you can hurt the Vikings. The Saints couldn't do it, but the San Francisco 49ers absolutely can. Like They have exactly the right set of tools, the exact strengths and, and, uh, and ability on offense to just absolutely um, you know, demolish this team. I don't think in any way, shape, or form the Vikings defense is going to be able to get off the field. Uh, the Niners pick their number here. And, you know, Kyle, the, the idea of just Kyle Shanahan's offense and him spending, you know, the full week this week in preparation for how am I going to pick on this Mike Zimmer defense has just got me salivating. I like a, a Niners team total over. I like Niners covering the points here. I think they do it in style. This is going to be a, a fun game for the Niners and it sets them up pretty well to uh, host the NFC title game. Uh, I would also kind of and, point out, pretty obviously, the uh, Niners are getting a ton of health back on defense. Uh, the, if you can put any kind of pressure on uh, Kirk Cousins, he's going to look like you know he's going to look like the Kirk Cousins that people were expecting last week, uh, where he's just you know chucking it 
50 yards out of bounds and, you know, taking, you know, un, untimely sacks. And, uh, and I, I, I just, this is, this is going to be uh, just a one-sided affair in my opinion. Cam? Uh, I guess uh, I got to be the guy. I, I, I kind of <laughs> like the Vikings. I haven't tried it yet, but I, I really like I really like what I've done. Uh, I, uh, you know, it was a good week last week. I'm going to take the seven points. I find it interesting where they have injuries with uh, Thielen, who uh, smashed up his foot again, needed stitches, and uh, digs with this hell. And the line's not moved. I, I have a lot of faith in Dalvin Cook and this team. I think San Francisco wins the game very in a very tight game. But I think the Vikings cover Ooh, the spread, guys. I think it's a lot closer than people think. I think the 49ers squeak out a three three or four-point win. I'll, I'll take the touchdown with the Vikings. I think they can do things against that defense. I have a lot of faith in Dalvin Cook and that offense to, to get points. The old, I like the over in now, the one game, thing, One thing last week people were talking about, well, Michael Thomas, the Vikings, no way they can stop Michael Thomas. And I agree with what you say, Whale Capper. The thing is... As good as Michael Thomas is, dude, like, if you only throw the ball to one guy 15, you target him 22 <laughs> times a game. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of key in on him. So he had seven catches. Traquan Smith said nobody. You know, they have no – and like you said, Drew Brees has no arm strength. Every year it's the same crap now. At the end of the year we get to the playoffs and his arm is dead. Um, other teams, no. They only throw it to Michael Thomas. They don't have anybody else. The strength of San Francisco – is that they don't have any stars. That's the beautiful thing about them. You don't know. And I swear, I think, you know, forget about Sean McVay and his hot girlfriend on Instagram. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's the best play caller. Dude, you don't oh, yeah. know where he's going. Like, you, you know, I'm yep. telling you, man, I bet against the Niners a few times. I want to put my fist through the screen because I was like, oh, <laughs> God, this is frustrating. Like, he goes left, he goes right, they go deep, they go short. They have three different running backs. They run a screen play. They run a pitch. Oh, oh yeah, and by the way, they have a tight end named George Kittle that runs people over and carries like six guys 30 yards down the field after he catches the ball. It's just Monster. brilliant play calling. Uh, the Samuel kid is fast as hell. People don't really realize who that kid is, but he's freaking good. Their running backs are good. The play calling is good. Jimmy G is good. That defense is going to really step up. I'm not concerned about, ooh, the stats down the stretch with the Niners defense. And trust me, I hate laying points. I'm all over the Vikings all the time when Zimmer plays against non-division opponents. But this feels like it's a 35-17, 37-20 type of game. I think it gets away from them as well. I think San Francisco is going to cover the number. We'll keep it rolling with Whale Capper and Cam Stewart on the other side. I'm Gabriel Morenzi. Game Time Decisions continues. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on the Sports Grid Network.
All right. Get on the grid. Red Heat and Rage, our radio continues. Uh, we got Whale Capper uh, with us. Uh, Cam's a little uh, down uh, already, and uh, I don't think he'd like the analysis of the San Francisco uh, 49er game. Uh, <laughs> Me and Whale Capper's enthusiasm. Yeah, no, you guys are really happy. No, and I'm really pissed off about it. <laughs> We're really happy. One, one, one quick thing. No, I love Will Capper. He's like a friend of the family. You know, he's our regular guest. But, Gabe, even golf now is getting wrong stuff. Like, I saw my guy Morikawa is leading at four under. They said he double bogeyed. It was a mistake. I started oh, they screwed it up. Well, again, yes. Like, I'm, And I have him first-round leader. I'm telling you, this mistake that we've been all over of all these websites, it's even sprinkling in the golf world now, like, I almost had a heart. Like, I went to the kitchen. I was so pissed off, and then I found out it was a mistake. So, it's unbelievable, man. Uh, These guys, double bogey. The guy parted uh, the hole. Get bent. Uh, yeah, last last night, um, last night, Vegas. too, just quickly on that, I was looking for some hockey in-game stats, and yep. I went to, like, I went to CBS. I went to ESPN. Finally, I got pissed off. I'm like, all right, I'll go to NHL.com. It was like 8.15. The Ranger game, Cam, was like five minutes left in the first period. Said it hadn't started yet. Unbelievable. And I was trying to get, I'm trying to get player prop stats, Cam. Said the game hadn't started yet. Like, I nearly wanted to throw the computer. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know. Is this a joke? Like, I don't know. Are you guys paying, like, some kid four bucks an hour to do the scores? Like, is there some one kid that's on whale capper? I brought it up like uh, last month. Uh, I've been bitching about this for a longer, but the quality of like uh, I sound like Krusty the Clown. What's the deal with the quality of internet porn, anyways, huh? So I'm like, what's the deal with the? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. So what's the deal with the quality of internet scores? They all suck, dude. Three weeks ago was an Oregon college basketball game. Well, Capper, I'm sweating it out late. And the total was 139 and a half. The final score pops up 140. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Ten seconds later, it resets. No, 138. Oh, and I look at the play-by-play. There was no cancellation of a bug or anything. They screw it up all the time. They screw up every night, all the time. And like Cam said, it's getting into golf now. And... Yeah. Whatever they're using the same service, because they're yeah. all getting screwed at the same time with this stuff, and it's incredibly freaking frustrating. But let's get back to the games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like that. What's the deal with the what's the what's the deal with the quality the of internet with porn? Anyways. Internet porn. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> so, just quickly, that was Krusty the Clown's comeback when he was, he got edgy. Uh, hey, so what's the deal with internet quality internet porn? Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, that was their first road playoff win since 2005. Minnesota Vikings on the road Ooh. in the month of January, three and 14 straight up, four and 13 ATS last 17 times uh, that they've been in the spot. Let's roll into Saturday night. This one where I think I might be like Camp. Because I don't know. Do I feel that Whale Capper is going to tell us that the Ravens are going to steamroll them? And, you know, I, I want to take the Tennessee Titans plus the points, Whale Capper. Um, I'm, a, I'm like, me and Cam are like, we're like stooges. Me and Cam are like the, uh, the Marks. 
You're the carny. We're walking up to your stand. What should we bet on? <laughs> Cam's like, that's a nice well, looking melon. Is that a nice melon? It is. <laughs> like, me and Cam are gullible. Like, what do you have for sale, sir? <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, well, for the night game, I mean, I've been riding the I've been riding the Ravens all season, so it's tough to really kind of pivot at this point. And I think that uh, with a week of you know an extra week of rest uh, and the ineffectual ability of Ryan Tannehill to pass the ball down the field last week, that uh, the Titans are in a little bit of a bad spot here. Uh, and you know, it's it, nine and a half was cheap, so I blade the points here. Uh, I make this game uh, Baltimore minus thirteen. I can see some scenarios where Tennessee gets a backdoor cover. You know, they're they've played up all year you know like they've they've played up to their competition they've given us an honest effort uh their win last week against the patriots was impressive i didn't think they had it in them they get the win um although i will kind of point out that the patriots i thought in the second half did a really good job defensively on travis i mean on uh, derrick henry like they legitimately kind of put the hammer down on him uh and really limited his ability to be the game changer in the second half so the tape is there like, if the Ravens, like, you know, they look at that tape, they're going to be like, okay, this is all we have to do. It's a pretty simple scheme. It's a pretty, you know, they have the personnel that can do it. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, if, if they need to, because they may not need to. They may need, they may be able to, you know, just with their base defense, be able to keep, you know, keep Henry to, you know, three, four yards per carry and then really put the onus on Tannehill to make plays and beat them in the passing game. They have the secondary. They have the cover corners uh, to really disrupt them. They have some pretty unique blitz, blitz packages which plays right into kind of Tannehill's weakness. He takes way too many sacks. So this could get away yes, from them. And, I, you know, I, I, I worry a lot about uh, Tennessee being down, say, 14 nothing. Like, if, it's, if, they, if they're at a deficit in this game and they really then have to pivot to an aggressive, pass-heavy approach and they're going up against the pass defense with, you know, healthy corners, Humphreys and Jimmy Smith and, and uh, Peters out there, then now you're opening up yourself to opportunities to turn the ball over through the air. You're going to give, you know, you're going to give Lamar Jackson and company some short fields. And, um, you know, and, and that offense is on such another level across the NFL right now. Uh, I don't, I just don't see the personnel or scheme there from the Titans to, to really limit that, uh, that, you know, offensive juggernaut. So if, if Titans can keep, uh, you know, if let's say, let's say, I, I think the path to victory, if you're betting the Titans in this one is you really need them to either come out and have a really solid first drive, get a touchdown like they did against the Patriots, or you just need their defense. You know, you need Lamar Jackson to kind of come out cold, be a little rusty. He hasn't played competitively in a couple of weeks now. Uh, if he comes out and in any yeah. way has butterflies or nerves or anything like that, like, you know, he obviously he was not great for three quarters of his playoff debut last year against the Chargers. And, you know, I, I put a lot of that on the Chargers scheme and personnel, which the Titans do not have the the, the, you know, they just don't have the bodies to do what the Chargers did in that game. So they're going to have to come up with some other way to stop Lamar. Uh, and, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, if you're back in the Titans, you're thinking, well, Lamar is going to stop himself or the Titans are going to be able to kind of keep this a one-score game. It's kind of a bad game plan. It, it is, <laughs> like, it I can't help but think it's sort it of is. like it was sort of like <laughs> me betting on Oklahoma against LSU. I actually brought it up. I'm like, wow, maybe Joe Burrow got a little cold with the, the three weeks off. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, right. It's not a it great like angle. I remember angle. like the yeah, like I remember I was watching a TV show, Prison Break, years ago, and Buddy was on the run and something, and you know, it was like a Hispanic. They were in Mexico, or whatever, and they had the cross. It was like a deep moment, and uh, he said, uh, 
I pray and hope the best for you. And the guy told him, if hope is your only friend, we are dead. <laughs> it's like yes. one of those type yeah. of lines. And yeah. it's kind of yeah, true funny. when you break yeah. it down. Because you're right. I When I hang my hat on that, Cam, I'm almost thinking, yeah, you know, I think Baltimore can screw this up. But that's not really a plan. It's like going into a war <laughs> hoping the other team's going to blow themselves up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. shoot they themselves shoot, yeah, in the they, foot, right? They don't throw the grenades far yeah. enough. <laughs> They yeah, might. Exactly. yeah, I mean, like they might, but they, but, you know, that's not. You're, you're you're asking for a lot. Okay, listen, you know, nineteen and five, and we can go on. It's always a pleasure, well, Capwell. You know, we we got only a couple sure. more minutes. Um, we can go on and on, but last last two years, seven and one, the team, the higher seed, nine and uh, nineteen and five, the last six uh, years, which means there's usually yeah. one upset. So you don't think it's going to be uh, Tennessee and Baltimore? What about quickly the over that game, and then we'll get into the uh, the Sunday games? Yeah, I, I agree. I you, you mentioned there. it. The weather. Yeah, I think it, I think it does too. I think the I think the Ravens can get to thirty in this one, and then there's the, then all you need is a little bit of garbage time points from Tennessee, and, you, and you're there. Something like thirty seventeen uh, gets you there. Some you know if you can find forty six and a half. So forty seven is a key total in the NFL. If you didn't already know that, you probably do. If you're listening to these guys, you're a sharp player probably. <laughs> Uh, so, it, you know, if you, if you can find a 46 and a half, I like the over. If it's 47, if it's 47 and a half, then I'm a little cooler on it. Um, but I think uh, I do think that the ceiling here for the, um, you know, for the Ravens point scoring wise is like 35 or 42, to be honest with you. I mean, what, look, look at what they've done in, in every one of their primetime opportunities this season. This offense just has gone nuclear and they did it against the Patriots defense. They did it against the Jets. Uh, and they did it against the, uh, the Rams. The Rams defense is better than the Titans defense and the, 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 Ravens almost took that game over by them damn selves. They scored like 45 in that one. So, you know, this is an offense that if they are clicking, they are unstoppable. They're going to get well into the 30s or 40s. Uh, and at that point, you just need some contribution from the Titans, which I think you'll get. I mean, the Titans, you know, they have weapons. You know, Tannehill's Hill's passing is barely, you know, they, they'll, they'll, they'll get some points. Uh, so I, I agree with you. Over is probably a fair look. All right, Well Capper with us. So, Well Capper, I know you're looking at the total in the Kansas City-Houston game. Actually, you're looking at the totals in both Sunday games, stronger than, than your sides, right? Yeah, I think the – well, so for the for, for sure the Houston Texans – I mean, the, yeah, the Houston um, uh, Texans-Kansas City Chiefs game, I feel like that line is on the nails. Uh, I could not find an edge there anyway. I – I, I cut the, you know, anyway, I break down the matchups, you know, try to kind of come up with a good way to attack that one. I can't see it. Uh, you know, I think Texans are relatively live with the reason, you know, with, with if, even if they're down two scores, I don't mind, you know, having the points with the Texans because you have Watson there uh, and he's going to be able to try to get them back, you know, rally them back into the game like he did against the Bills. Uh, but, um, but I do think the under has a decent edge, especially at 51, like, this, this thing's been steamed to oblivion uh, to, towards the over, and I am just not seeing it. This Chiefs defense has played like a completely different unit over the last half of the season. They have really found their form, and uh, Bill O'Brien leaves points on the field in every single game he plays. Uh, Andy Reid leaves points on the field because he mismanages the clock at the end of the first half every game. So I think this yep. sets up um, you know, as kind of a relatively tight game. I do think the Chiefs get a two-score win, but I don't see it being necessarily an easy blowout you know, no doubter. Um, and, you know, just the fact that uh, you can still run on the Chiefs. I think Bill O'Brien will play into his kind of, uh, you know, you know, his worst instincts, take the ball out of Watson's hands early in this game and, you know, try to lean on the running game. 
that may work, but it's probably just going to give them field goals and not touchdowns or give, you know, move them into the, you know, 40 yard line. And then they punt the ball, uh, and try to pin the chiefs. Like that's going to work. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily uh, think that we see some sort of high scoring shootout at a total of 51. You really need everything to go right. Um, and you know, Kansas city, obviously known for a dynamic offense and, uh, and you know, yeah, Pat Mahomes is probably the number one passer in the NFL at this point. Um, but, uh, it's still, we haven't seen them really come up with the, uh, kind of dynamic, you know, playmaking and, you know, these enormous point scoring outputs for a while now, like they've been, uh, they've just kind of, they, you know, if, if you can kind of limit the home runs and just make Pat Mahomes hit a bunch of singles and doubles, they tend to eat the clock and you tend to see, uh, games come under. Um, and I don't really have a good answer for this. Maybe you guys have a theory. I've been asking some of the sharper folks that I know if they have a theory. But uh, if you go back and look at Andy Reid off the of bye, like when I say that, your gut instinct is probably like, oh, yeah, he's a cover machine, right? Andy Reid off the of bye covers like nobody's business. He's hits like 75% or something like that. or se- It's like 70% uh, throughout his career. But what's even crazier is the under hits 82% of the time when he has an extra week to prepare. Really? I can't explain this. I do not yeah. understand it. Every single playoff game where he has had an extra week to prepare has gone under the total. And we're not, we're talking about average totals that are in the 44, 46 range, not 51. So this is a, this is a head scratcher that this got as high as it got. And I think well, remember the Pats game last year, that stayed under the number, right? People thought it was going to be a big track meet and it stayed under. Ooh, and hang in there, Will Cap. We got like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, on Colts, the other side Colts here. Was off you know what's interesting, though? Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid, 4-1, and one, though, in the divisional round. His choking comes in the conference. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Down the stretch, they come here at uh, the fairgrounds. Who won? Man, it was rowdy earlier. Yeah. Uh, I get that horse. Six? <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Jockey. Woman. Robbie Alvarado. Oh, so that's all. Wrong horse then. Huh? Then I didn't win. Boo. Got to check my. What, from the fairgrounds? Uh, yeah, no, it's a five, really six horse I'm a loser. Yeah, I'm a loser. I'm fine. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. Next game. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm glad we wasted 30 seconds on that for you. To <laughs> Wrong horse. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, well, Capper, uh, with us uh, for just the last uh, two minutes here before we get uh, get an update from the Raging Reddit, uh, Cam Stewart. So uh, the final, uh, we're talking about the Houston uh, game. Well, Capper's looking at the under of that game. The total is 51. And, oh, we got some live movement here. The Green Bay Packers now up to four and a half. And as Ooh. I mentioned, so, guys, a wild card team has not, um, a wild card team hasn't made it to the Super Bowl since 2012. And if you go back the last six years, four games in a divisional round a year, last six uh, six years, the home team has won 19 times. 
Nineteen and five outright. Seven and one the last two years. Nineteen and five if you go like all the all the way back. Um, so clearly, seeding matters in the modern National Football League. But that that number, Will Capper, would sort of tell us that there's one upset. You know, one upset at least waiting to happen here. I guess just mathematically, due to the the point spread, you could say it would be Seattle. Although I don't think they're going to win. I think losing Carson and everyone Cam killed you guys. Marshawn Lynch I blows, agree. bro. I know he's funny and he's cool and all this stuff. He brings nothing to the Can't table. Run. People have figured it out. I saw Pete Carroll. Oh, we're going to use him more this week. Yeah, I'm sure the Packers are scared. Everyone knows this isn't the Eagles' secondary either. The Packers' defense is much better. You're not playing. Dude, McCown went down the field on Seattle. Like I was pro-Seattle. I think they're in trouble. Whale capper. Um, I know you like the under this game, but what about a side? Packers or Seahawks? Seahawks. Seahawks win the NFC. That's my pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> right. Seahawks in the house. Oh, Will Capper drops the mic on the way out. Seahawks. Folks, we're going on grid. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid.